0: Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JV Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we bring you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest Shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors, rise, get your shit together. Let's go. Warriors, rise. The market is collapsing, Warriors. What to do, Ken Mac? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Warriors. We're gonna dive into this today, Warriors. Stay calm, stay calm. Don't trip by the Dip Warriors. All right, so we're going to jump right into it today. So what we're going to do today is uh, I'm going to share my setups. My name is Coach JV, and this is my mentor, Ken Mack. So I just want to say thank you and welcome, Ken Mack. Uh, it just been such a great experience, uh, not only being mentored by you, but learning from you and growing as well. So what we're going to be doing today, Warriors, is I'm going to show you my sediments on the market, and uh, Ken's going to break down his and what he's doing as well. One of the biggest things I want everybody to do before we get started is I want everybody to just take a nice deep breath. Remember, warriors, don't get fudded out of this market, warriors. You got to be strong. You got to have those diamond hands, warriors. Don't trip by the dip. But let's talk about what's happening. Facts, figures, numbers, logic, warriors, because if this is going to stretch you out and this is going to fudge you out of the market, you're never going to survive as an investor. Remember, Ken Mack taught me this isn't get rich quick. This is get wealthy for sure. And you do that by understanding economics, by understanding the game so you can't be played. So what we're going to be doing today is I'm going to break down uh, the new Omnicron variant. I can't even pronounce the damn thing. Not that I want to learn how to pronounce it properly. But you got to understand there's been a lot of things that have been happening, Warriors. If you didn't watch a YouTube video I did this morning, I show you how Jerome Powell, the very, very man who told you the cryptocurrency is super speculative, that they're going to get the advice of the public before they launch a CBDC Uh Find out that January 2020, he joined the BIS, Bank of International Settlements Warriors. And now he's confidently saying that we are moving into a digital currency by 2023. We've been telling you that your banking system is going to be completely different by 2025. It's going to be unrecognizable by 2025, and you won't even know How things are going to work is going to be completely different by 2030. So we have to look at the facts, figures, numbers, logic. But think about this. This last week has been pretty brutal for cryptocurrency, right? So what do the people that have stability do? Is what we do is we buy the dip warriors. We don't panic sell. And as the market goes up, you have an exit strategy and you exit the market slowly as it goes to certain price points. Because whereas one thing you're never going to do is you're never going to catch the bottom. You're never going to catch the top. Okay? I want you to think about this for just a moment. Why do casinos have free drinks, lots of beautiful lights, and you get a free steak dinner? I want you to think about that. It's not because you're winning, Warriors. <laughs> you don't want to gamble with your money. If you walked into a casino okay, and you put down $2,000 on a roulette table and you immediately hit black and you win $4,000, the smart thing to do as an investor would be pull your initial investment and then ride the house money. When the house money goes up, pull some money out. When the house money goes down, use the money, the initial investment, to buy more wars. Very, very, very simple strategies. Most people are that are elites are not jumping in and out of the market. They're making fundamental decisions. But this is a very speculative asset word. So I'm gonna share a couple of things with you guys. But first, Ken, how you doing, man? How's life?
1: Hey, man, life is good. Um, we're coming to you from the deal-making factory here in Dubai Marina. And uh, yeah, so, recent crypto crash, um, which was pretty nasty over the weekend, so yeah, we've decided to make that today's focus sessions. I think it's very, um, yeah, it's it's a very important thing that we should be discussing. So um, hopefully, you know, like you say, everybody's calm, and then we, we come into this with a focused, grounded, and structured mindset to hope, help you guys better understand what the hell is going on in the market. So apart from, you know, that uh, the dip uh, that we had to 42K, which... The crazy thing was that about an hour before that happens, I had put some posts out on Instagram and Twitter to say, I hope everybody's prepared for a potential $42,000 Bitcoin. But I honestly didn't expect it to happen so fast. So like for me, it was a little bit of a shock as well, being in crypto quite a long time. But yeah, it kind of took the breath off me.
0: Yes. Now, while well, I saw that post you did, and then I saw it get dropped down to 42. Well, let's let's take a look, Words. I'm going to show you guys some media stuff. Uh, we'll probably get flagged for the C word here, whatever. Uh, this is what it is, right? So th- we're going to take a look at this video here, but I'm going to show you how things – so I'm going to show you from a, um, a know-the-game perspective, right? So you hear announcements come out. It's all methodically by design, words. So we're going to watch this news video, and then I'm going to show you when the Omnicron variant hit – the uh, united states and then what happened to the market so there's a lot of things going on and that's what really made me i love wise counsel ken's like hey there's a lot of different things going on a lot of different factors and it's not just the Omicron. there's a lot of things coming up warriors we got the debt ceiling coming up which i'm going to break down in just a moment so let's watch this quick video that i'm going to show you what they say and then what happened the next day watch or two days after that check this out I'm of the live News Desk with the very latest on the Omicron
1: variant of the coronavirus. First of all, this just in from the World Health Organization, now recommending that people over 60 and those at risk of severe disease avoid traveling internationally and taking a live look at SFO, where the CDC just announced it is expanding surveillance to keep an eye out for Omicron and travelers. Their SFO is one of four U.S. airports with the enhanced testing plan, including two in the New York area, the other while well, officials don't know yet if the strain has reached the U.S. It has been confirmed now in 20 countries and territories since it was first reported in South Africa last week. The CDC just issued new guidance on boosters saying everybody over the age of 18 should get one six months after their initial shot.
0: Boom. OK, so check that out. So it hadn't reached the U.S. yet. And what day was that? Let's take a look at the date, Warrior. So that was on November 30th. And then here we go. OmniCon reaches the US. Here's how Rhode Island prepares for its proposed arrival. What they got it on a flight. It's like flying in. They got it strapped in. <laughs> We're Prepare for its arrival. It's coming in on a flight with its bags. And here it comes. So this was December 3rd, 2021. And then this is a tweet from Larry Cermak. It says, We've seen 1.3 billion in long positions liquidated on the dump from 51K to 42, as Ken was just talking about. Keep in mind, this number is likely undercounted because of Binance, Bybit, limiting liquidation data. First massive liquidation in a while. And this is what it looked like in the marketplace words. Now we have something else that's coming up pretty, pretty uh, quickly. What is the date today? Today is the 7th? Today is the 6th. Okay, so about, what do we got? four, uh, seven days from now, we have this right here. This is really important. So this could cause some more FUD and fear, fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the market. And you could see a pullback. So right now we had the extension of the debt ceiling. Now I want, to, want you guys to think about something for just a moment. Let's not just focus on this present moment. You want to ask yourself a question. In 2019, they um, suspended the debt ceiling for some reason. So what that means is the U uh, S government suspended the debt ceiling so they could run hot in the debt. Right. Think about that. What happened in two, what happened December? All of a sudden we started to hear about the C word. And then by March, our whole system was shut down. We ran super hot in the debt, the printing machine turned on. And now here we are Jerome Powell's announcing that we're moving into a digital currency by 2023 by December 13th, they have to decide to raise the debt ceiling if they do not raise the debt ceiling, wars, which they will, because if they don't, the whole economy will collapse. If they don't raise the debt ceiling, USA, the U.S. will default on its payments. We won't be able to pay our payments. And what happens if you don't raise the debt ceiling? We have to borrow money to pay Social Security, to pay military benefits, to pay Medicare um, and I said, social security. Right. So if we don't raise the debt ceiling, warriors, if we don't raise a debt ceiling, the U.S. economy will collapse. So, of course, they're going to raise the debt ceiling. So there's a lot of things happening right now. You got the Omnicon variant that hit the U.S. Okay, that's going to shake the markets. You have the debt ceiling conversation coming up. Jerome Powell said that they're tapering. They are tapering in December. They're going to start earlier. With tapering, though, comes higher interest rates. So you have a lot of things going on within the market, Warriors. So that allows for the big pullback. So what I believe the elites are doing is we're buying the dips. We're buying these dips, Warriors. So one thing I want to share with you guys is to stay calm. Do not get fudded out of the marketplace. I'm a fundamental investor in cryptocurrency. What I mean by that is I'm not jumping in and out of cryptos. If I see something happen within the market like this, I look At fundamental cryptos, I see how low they went and I buy into it. Wars, and then I have a very strict exit plan, which you can get in our Warrior Academy. You literally exit the market on the way out, you dollar cost average outs because you're not going to catch the top wars. So, an opposite is going to happen as well. If this thing goes parabolic, say it does go parabolic, right? You're going to get most people are going to get greedy and they're going to try to catch the top, just like the casino. That's why I explained it in the beginning before I kick it over to Ken. Just like the casino, the reason they have free drinks and they have free stake and they have beautiful lights is because you get wrecked in the casino wars. You're never going to catch the top, right? So it's about really taking a deep breath, looking at the macro and microeconomics, wars. you're switching into a whole new financial system. So let's recap that. So we got the Omicron variant that hit. They said it was coming to the U S boom. It hit on the third in U S the market started to collapse, not only the crypto market, but the stock market. And then we wake up this morning and my messages were exploding. So They're asking, what am I doing? Nothing. I'm not selling any of my cryptocurrency. I don't panic sell warriors. I'm accumulating more cryptocurrency. I'm confident in the cryptocurrencies that I'm in, that they're that they're fundamental cryptos that are going to survive regulation. Few of mine, my, about 10% of my portfolio are some very speculative shit coins that if they get wiped out, it's not going to affect me personally. And what I do as warriors, I'm dollar cost averaging into the market. I will be exiting as it goes parabolic. If it doesn't go parabolic, I'll be holding long term and sitting tight, continuing to do my LBO strategy. I'm, just, I'm going through with Ken Mack. I got two in the pipeline, which is exciting. This is the greatest time in human history, Warriors. So try not to be emotional about the market. So I just wanted to share my sentiments on the market and what I think is going on. So, Ken, what are your thoughts on what's happening with the crypto market?
1: Yeah, so first of all, um, I just wanted to say that something we think earlier, guys, and everybody's worried. I just wanted to put this in here before I forget. Everybody's worried about this AI shit that's kicking about. But we're forgetting that we already live in a world full of robots. So once you take the red pill, this all becomes very clear, very quick. So remember to become an observer and question everything as to why everything is happening the way it is now in the crypto markets. Why are we getting these crashes? Why are they pushing out what they're pushing out in the media so we got to question everything. You know, we live in a robot society. So when I was sitting trying to think about why um, the crypto markets have taken the dip that they have, well, first of all, major there, there's a lot of major emotions that are in the markets. So there's a lot of major emotions in play um, be- between the uh, you know the, the real and the manufactured fee. I'll repeat that that the fear and the emotions is made up of real and manufactured fear of the new variant. So the market does not like new variants. So, of course, not only the crypto markets are going to go poo-poo, but everything else is at the same time because they're driving that fear in the media. Also, two or three days ago, I posted a public response from Evergrande. Now, Evergrande's situation is devastating. And that, of course, is going to affect the global markets. We can see CEOs stepping down and selling stock all over the world. So, did they know something that we are being told is a conspiracy? I don't know. But it's just funny how not only about a year and a half ago, you know, before the lockdowns, we were having CEOs from major corporations selling down and selling their stock, but it's happening again. So the other uh, factor to consider is that everybody was expecting a big December Christmas sell-off. So maybe it just came early. As the market is forward-thinking, we've got to think about how the markets work. Markets are forward-thinking. So how many people were thinking about selling a little bit early? Because if everybody's going to be selling at the same time, you know, it's normal to think, well, why don't we start selling out early? Perhaps the profit-taking should have been taking place in November. Now, I was taking a look at the charts as well. I don't care about the, uh, the shorter-term time frames, but looking at the weekly indicators, we were oversold on the MACD. So we were losing bullish momentum. The stochastic RSI was overbought. And there was one of the main concerning um, points in the chart for me was there was little volume on the last all-time high for Bitcoin, which is a cause for, for concern. Now, I speak about Bitcoin because it's the dominant currency of the entire market. So whether you like Bitcoin or not, it doesn't matter. When Bitcoin decides to move, it moves the entire market with us. Now, November was the time to be selling. Should you be selling now? I'm not going to tell you yes or no, but for me, I'm going to hold. Even although I believe we have a lot more downwards pressure, if you just take a look at the charts yourself, you can see that it's very clear that we should—I'll be put at this—but be very surprised if we start going up from here. The stock market is in red light territory right now. So a, a crash is not possible. A crash is absolutely, sorry, absolutely imminent within 12 months, and it's going to happen. The stock markets are going to crash. They're going to crash hard. Okay. So there is no getting away from that, and people are now becoming more and more aware of that. The other consideration is Bitcoin has just completed its 60-day cycle. So it is due a bearish period. We've got a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the markets as well. So the conclusion is this, guys. Okay. And before I give you my conclusion, if you guys appreciate what we're doing, I say this every week, but it means a lot to us, please show your support and your love and smash the like button out as it helps us get this content out to as many people as possible. You know, I hate saying smash the like button, but it is very important, guys, so that we can get this information out to as many people as possible. So we would really appreciate that. So here's my conclusion. Okay, I don't believe in a one hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin this year. When I posted that, guess who contacted me? Business Insider. They want to interview me. In fact, today I couldn't make today, so it's going to probably be tomorrow. So they want to interview me as to why. Everybody else is calling for $100,000 Bitcoin, but I'm saying that's not going to happen. So the way I see it, guys, is it's all hype, smoke, and mirrors. So I never believed in $100,000 Bitcoin in the first place. In fact, when I was interviewed by Business Insider a few months ago, I said exactly that. So remember, the job of the crypto YouTubers is to create as much hype, hope, and euphoria as possible so that you click their links because that's how they make their money. So I'm gonna be real because I don't need to rely on you guys clicking on links to make my living. So I can give you an honest, a grounded and a straightforward answer here as an investor. So my sentiment is gonna be very different from a lot of the YouTubers that you watch because my agenda is very transparent and I'll always be honest with you guys, because I don't rely on you clicking my buy bit links or anything like that to make the money from you. So here's what I see, okay? I see a $39,000 Bitcoin in play. And as much as some of you guys don't like Bitcoin, let's just speak about Bitcoin because that is what's going to drive the market just now. So 39000 Bitcoin, I'm pretty certain it's going to happen, Okay. Do not go out right now and sell any of your bags just because of what I'm telling you. I'm going to make that very clear just now. All I'm telling you is an opinion, okay? This is just my opinion. So then a $30,000 Bitcoin is possible. If that breaks, we're looking at $20,000. Worst case scenario, $10,000. If you are planning dumping your bags, then just be watchful of the charts, perhaps uh, Perhaps have your buy orders in place on the areas of support. Because if we do get to 39k, it's going to bounce, it's going to bounce hard, then it will consolidate, and then we'll probably eventually break through 39k and down into 30k again. So um, I see as probably consolidating and breaking down because we've broken major... Um, I make a major uptrend now, and I don't see us going bullish until February or March next year. So that's uh you know it pisses me off a little bit because I was you know buying Bitcoin at 55k. I dumped about hundred thousand dollars into altcoins um two days ago. Yes, I think it was yesterday or the day before. So yeah, I'm already getting smashed on um some of the stuff that I bought yesterday. So it's a a case of just sitting, holding tight, understanding that it's pretty much impossible to time the markets. Um, I'm I'm going to open up a chart and just show you what I'm seeing just now. You need to excuse the phone here, guys. I'm streaming this just now on Instagram as well. So. Yeah, so quite simply, um, for those who can't read charts, you can see that, if I click in Bitcoin, we have just ticked bearish. So that tick right here with the blue and the orange line is the moving average conversions diversion. So just above the low histogram, it's turned red. Okay. So that means that, you know, you can see what happens the last time that we turned red in the histogram, lots of selling pressure all the way down from 65K down to twenty nine k. I don't know what's happened to Coach G V Seems to have disappeared. But uh, yep, there he's back. Perfect. Now, then we uh, the, the selling pressure, um, the, 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 the you know started to ease off as we started to bottom out at twenty nine k, and we started to go bullish again. So the same thing is happening now. Um We got an all time high in Bitcoin. We lost momentum the stochastic RSI is starting to go south. So we're not quite oversold yet in the RSI. So yeah, I'm pretty certain, guys, that we've got a lot more downwards pressure in the markets. Uh Ethereum, on the other hand, is it's looking very nice. It doesn't seem so affected by Bitcoin. But again, we've lost momentum. So let's just uh, be sensible about what's happening. Let's uh, not be babies, and let our emotions take control, be structured, and think about buying the dips and thinking long-term macro. So, you know, if you want to be sitting in front of charts and take a gamble, you know, we're speaking about the, um, you know, the casinos, there we are, fear and greed is 16, you know, that means buy. The red is an indicator that simply just says buy me, buy small amounts you know I, I didn't buy a large amount of Bitcoin at fifty five k. I bought a small amount, but I also bought ethereum at four thousand three hundred. so that's my you know that that's my take just now um on the you know two point five billion liquidations in the twenty nine percent dip, which by the way, guys, is nothing in a bull market. You know we had I don't know how many uh, dips in the last cycle. it was it sixteen or fourteen dips, but this is pretty normal guys. If you, if you guys were here during the May dip, leave a comment just now and let us know because if you survived, was it May or Feb? I think it was February or March. It was May. May. Yeah. May. So May, yeah. if you survived the May dip and managed to hold, leave a comment right now and let us know because if you survived that, then all that's happening is we're just going into a bearish period within a bull market. We are in a bull market. Even if we get down to 20K, which is... A possibility. I think thirty k is more likely. Then it's fine. You're going to survive. But on, you know, just be mindful that on the next pump that we have, then that is going to be the time to maybe look at taking some profit from the table. That's uh, you know that that that's my uh, my take on the, the markets. But um, you know, what am I doing just now? So. I, I'm going to be transparent and honest. So I have slowly started the dollar cost average small amounts out in the markets. So I'm sending funds over to yield up to combat the 15% inflation rate. So really, I'm making about 3% on my funds, but it's better than losing 15% The hidden taxes that they call inflation. So for me, you know, I'm not going to be one of these guys that say I'm never going to sell my Bitcoin, you know, I'm holding my Bitcoin, but I'm going to sell some, but I'm not going to sell it into um, anything just yet. I'm going to maximize it by securing some of my profits into stable coins and then maximizing it with yield. Um, but, you know, the just a discussion point that we can speak about is that everybody seems to be talking about one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. And I was even saying the same thing myself. But after having a think, the way that I see this is that we will always value everything against the US dollar, regardless of its strength, so if its value if the value of one Bitcoin is10,000 dollar, then that is what it's worth. So you could say um, you could say the markets are a bit like uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul. You know, because, you know, what else is it? You know, it's it, the market's only worth one or two tr- trillion, which is nothing. So that's why we have these big, large swings in the markets. So it's all about, you know, if you think about it now, who can get out first to make the most? I would be delusional to say otherwise, and I'm happy for people to d- disagree with me. But it's a great way to make money. But we're all in, you know, what are we in the markets for? We're in the markets... To make money, to make gains. Let's face it. Right. Oh, now, yeah, diversification is key. Hence, why I spend most of my days now helping my students buy businesses with zero cash, because it's the foundations of all real and sustainable wealth. You know, these dips you know, if you want to make money fast or not sustainable, if you want to make get rich quick, like Coach JV was saying, that's not sustainable. You know, how can you sustain creating wealth when you're in a market that's dipping 29% and running another three or four months? We could have bought a business in that time. So let's be open-minded. Let's be sensible. Let's be structured and think about what we're doing.
0: Yeah. And it goes, that's beautiful. Like, like Casey said right here, like Casey said, um, I love it. He said, don't, I don't fuck with leverage anymore. I'll put that out there. Like Casey, I'll share his, let me share his comment right here. I appreciate this. This is important. He says, I don't fuck with leverage. I'm 21 years old. Thought I was on top of the world, made 30 K in two days off of leverage and lost it within 30 minutes. So if you don't understand it, don't do it. This is the best advice from a 21 year old. Any this, you're a genius. You're an absolute genius by sharing this, because I'll tell you what worse If you're not an experienced trader, an experienced trader, you shouldn't be playing with leverage. You shouldn't be leverage trading. You shouldn't be uh, trying to jump in and out of ICO. You should just understand Be fundamental, understand the crypto. For example, when I say I'm a Warren Buffett-style investor, I'll, I'll explain that. What I mean by that is I'm obsessed with the cryptocurrencies that I invest in. I understand the leadership team, the real world solve. I watch the CEOs, what they do. I study their marketing team. Like For example, I'm hugely bullish on CRO, and I've been bullish on it before it went parabolic just recently. reason why i was telling people to invest in CRO a long time ago it's been on my portfolio since the beginning is because i understood their leadership team there and i've talked about their marketing team on my videos and lo and behold they're crushing the marketing space so it's not just about these pump and dumps and these icos it's about just like uh, casey said here is understanding what you're doing if you don't understand it don't do it again. That's why the casino and they don't have, I, everybody was commenting here. I, yes, the casino does not have free steak. I don't know why I said free steak steak is still expensive. And in, in the, but you know what I'm saying? The free drinks and lights and all that stuff. And how do they keep those lights on? Cause you're getting liquidated over and over and over again. And you think when you win big at the casino, that you're going to do it again. warriors. Sometimes you have beginner's luck at the casino. Sometimes you have, and I'm not saying, you know, don't leverage trade. I'm not saying don't day trade, but make sure you seek wise Counsel, for example, LBOs, right? I'm sure I could probably figure it out if I wanted to, but I'm deep in training with Ken Mack. I'm not going to go try to do this without seeking wise counsel. You know, I got two pipeline, two deals in the pipeline and I'm seeking wise counsel from them. What do I say? What conversations do I have? Right? So it's really exciting to get into this, but what it is about right now is creating that foundation of understanding economics understanding how money works if you haven't joined the red pill boot camp you can still join we have over 117 people join the red pill boot camp you can join the red pill boot camp what we're going to be doing for you guys on January 3rd it's a 4 week boot camp okay one, 1 hour per week we're going to be breaking down not LBOs not cryptocurrency we're going to be breaking down the mental part of this the mental part, right? So we got Mr. Miyagi here who's been doing this for 16 years and I'm the karate kid, right? I'm, I'm getting, you know, I know economics, I know cryptocurrency and he's like, wax on, wax off. And now I'm going into the LBO thing. I mean, this was, gosh, months ago we started linking up together and my whole life has changed. Not only did my life change from the cryptocurrency market and understanding economics, but I kept saying it's the biggest shift in generational wealth, crypto. And I was wrong. The biggest shift in generational wealth is not cryptocurrency. That's the biggest shift in our economic system since the 1600s. The biggest shift. Oh, I just got frozen. Oh, there we go. The Sorry about that. So the biggest shift in generational wealth is not cryptocurrency. That's the biggest shift in our economic system since the 1600s. The biggest shift in generational wealth is the amount of massive wealth coming down from baby boomers. And that's a lot of the businesses, right? There's over, what, two million qualified LBOs in America. So there's so much to learn, Warriors. And every single Monday, we're going to bring this information to you guys. We have so many... Um, areas where you can learn this type of stuff. So let's see if we can we'll answer some questions here, see if there's any questions. Great, great comment though, Casey. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, she, she's right because uh, the leverage trading it comes across as being a get-rich-quick uh, opportunity. But you know, I've been there as well. I've lost hundreds of thousands of leverage trading. And not only that, you're, you're, it's not a healthy thing to do if you're waking up through the night to check your positions because oh. of the violent fluctuations in the market um you know the only ones that uh really win in this game is the is those making a lot of money that can afford to risk a lot of money in those markets so if you if you're risking money that you can't afford to lose then leverage tr- trading it's just not where you want to be
0: right right and then, so it says right here ken would you say that the um altcoins are stealing some of btc spotlight Alt season still pending
1: I really don't know. You know, I'm holding a lot of altcoins myself in the anticipation of a pump, but I really don't know. You know, it's uncertain times that we're in just now because of the, the amount of fud in the markets. Who knows if we're gonna have an alt season? I, I would like us to have an alt season, but you know, I'm pr- pretty. I'm sitting on the fence uh, with an answer for that one. Yeah. Another
0: comment: Don't mess with leverage unless you've been active in crypto and TA for at least three plus years. I heard so many people got liquidated on Sunday going into this morning. I mean, people got liquidated like crazy. I mean, it's if it seems like it's too good to be true, warriors, and it's get rich quick. It is too good to be true. Just remember, there are yeah. some things that our parents said that are right.
1: Let's see here: yeah. two point five billion liquidations. I think the biggest liquidation was twenty eight million on one of the Bitfinex. Imagine losing that kind of money. That's insanity.
0: Wow. Let's see. It's so almost money quality. There's. I'm trying to catch up to some questions here. Coming to get you, coach. <laughs> Love it. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Trying to find some questions here. Two. Cool. All right. Well, not a lot of questions from the team. So I want to talk about some of the. I want to do if you don't mind, Ken, I want to share some of the experiences I've been having with how much my life has changed with the LBO. If you don't mind me sharing this. Um, So I'd be. So, yeah, because I want to share this really quickly with you guys. So um, you can go into the Business Buyer Bootcamp, which is a five day boot camp. Right. And um, I'm in the Nexus program. And so it's really it's really important. So, number one, we're giving you tons of free information. Right. Tons of free information. So come to the youtube videos go to ken max channel i think uh, him and josh kim are doing their series or is there so much free information so one of the biggest things you should be doing right now i don't know if you saw my tiktok videos uh on saturday i got pissed i was angry think about this COVID gave us one of the biggest blessings in the world and if they lock us down again here's what i thought about i was doing my podcast and i got pissed i'm like wow they gave us a whole year no theaters uh, no, no, uh, theme parks were open. No restaurants were open. You couldn't even go to your gym. Everybody was freaked out. Everybody was locked in their house. And what happened? You had all this opportunity to read books, to learn, to grow all this free time. And a lot of people are getting stimulus checks handed to them and they did nothing with this time. So what I want you to do right now, were so here's what I did with my time. And I'll share with you how much my life has changed in two and a half years. So I had lost everything two and a half years ago, everything. And I was like, no, I'm going to take this opportunity to get my shit together personally, even spiritually, internally. Right. I wasn't dating. I wasn't doing anything just laser, laser focused. So I started to understand um, what the billionaires are doing. I started to watch what they're doing with their money. So I read the book Richest Man in Babylon. I had been making money, losing money, making money, losing. And I realized they're not doing crazy shit with their money. They're very fundamental. They're slowly and methodically investing in projects helping money move around the system. Right. And so two and a half years later now, you know, then I meet Ken Mack about four or five months ago, I think it's been almost five months. And I start to learn about LBOs right now. I'm a business owner. I own, uh, so we have five companies currently under the thing and I have two, well, seven total, which I took equity in two. Now startups are difficult. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. and brutally honest with you guys. Anybody who says, uh, that make money online and, you know, laptop millionaires, they're all full of shit. They're absolutely full of shit. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Just, they're full of shit. Don't believe them. I will call them out on this. I would love for them because they're, it's complete lie. Seriously. Like these people are selling you a fucking dream that doesn't, you can't just open up a laptop and become a millionaire without hard work, dedication, sleepless nights, working 16 hours a day. Right. So I want you to think about that for just a moment. So we were, one of the few that made it, a small business that made it, number one. Number two is we were a small percentage that scaled it over seven figures, right? And we have multiple companies, not all of them are are doing are doing as well as, as some of them, but it's difficult. It's very, very difficult. Then I meet Ken Mack, right? And so I changed my manifestation to manifesting one million a month in income. Then I meet Ken Mack and then I realize I'm like, wow. What you're doing with an LBO is you're buying other people's hard work and dedication that is tested and proven through the test of time. And it was like, bingo. It's like, imagine me doing all this work, building this academy worldwide, a supplement company, a clothing company. I have an app company. I have all these companies and I build all this stuff for you and you come to me and I sell you all the hard work and dedication. And you use someone else's money, the bank's money to buy it because the bank's like, yes, we want that debt. Because guess what? That business is going to be in business for a while. And we just want the interest income. And it clicked. And he said, if you bought a home before, you've done a leverage buyout. So I want you guys to understand that the reason why I'm bringing this up is it's not as difficult as you think. Is it hard work? Absolutely. Is it going to take dedication? Absolutely. Is it going to take you putting down Netflix, putting down TikTok and studying? Absolutely, Warriors. But every single one of you can do this. You have to ask yourself a couple questions. Number one, what is going on with my debit card transactions? Where are you investing your money, Warriors? Is it on self-development? right? If you don't have a pot to piss in right now, you could watch free YouTube videos, right? You make sure you pay your cell phone bill, don't you? You make sure that your cell phone's plugged in. You make sure that you update your cell phone, but you're not updating your brain warriors. Ken brought it up in the beginning. You're surrounded by AI and technology and computers already. This is more important to you than your actual brain and body warriors. Plug your brain in, just like you do your phone. Update the apps, your brain, just like you do your phone. When your phone is not doesn't have a charger, you panic looking for a charger. Plug yourself in, fasting, exercise, and so what happens is warriors, it brings a new awareness to you. When you treat your phone or your body and mind just like your phone, you got to start upgrading yourself. You got to start reading new books. You got to start educating yourself. So what I would do right now is I would pretend you're locked down. What would you do if you were fully locked down and TV didn't exist? You couldn't get on TV. All you could get on was YouTube. You can do Instagram, you can do TikTok, but what you have to do is you have to hashtag exactly what you're looking for. If you need to be motivated, you should only be looking at motivational posts. That's it. If you want to be rich, you should only be looking at billionaires and millionaires posts, whether it's a motivational post, whether it's Robert Kiyosaki, Ken Mack, Coach JV, whatever it is, uh, Grant Cardone, whoever you look up to, whatever it is. You should only be looking at that words and nothing else for the next year, because this is the greatest time in human. history. So what happened to my life in two and a half years? I went from completely broke. Now, let's be full disclosure words. I was uh, I was able to make money a long time ago. I screwed up my life. You know, I had an opiate addiction, committed suicide 16 years ago. I made money before crashed, went to executive, built up, make a, made, made good money as an executive, crashed. Did it again. I built up again, crashed after my divorce, you know, the business, all that stuff. And so what was wrong? It was this. I was born into a just over broke system. My brain wasn't programmed to wealth. I didn't understand how money worked. Nobody taught me how money worked. Now, two and a half years later, I've amassed a good crypto portfolio, I'm dollar cost averaging out of the market. I got my guaranteed retirement set up with my insurance protocol that I'm doing, my own little strategy over here. I got some silver for barability and I got two LBOs in the pipeline right now, Warriors. If I can do it, you can do it. That's thing that I want to encourage you. If you see my spelling, my spelling's all jacked up. I have dyslexia. My brain, I'm not the most educated. I have education, but in school, I struggle through school warriors. And you'll start to find that it's not the person who has two master's degrees. It's not the person who has doctorates. It's the person who has will, dedication, discipline, and most of all, the person who's most effective with their time. What did I do on my Sunday? My morning started in Nexus training with Ken Mack. He's spending his Sunday educating us on LBOs. Think about that. Sunday, what did you do on a Sunday wars? I'm just being real with you guys. What did you do on your Sunday? We were in LBO training on Sunday and I searched businesses for about 5 hours yesterday learning how to look at the EBITDA, looking at the uh the, the the cash flow, trying to figure out I'm trying to, you know, get my shit together so I can present better at the next the next meeting. I was spending 4 hours looking for businesses, reaching out to businesses personally trying to find people's cell phones. I was going deep like a private investigator. So warriors, you can do this. And that's why we want to continue to bring these YouTube videos. And we may repeat the same things because what you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. So if you find yourself getting into the market, out of the market, into the market, out of the market, you got to check who you're watching on YouTube. You got to watch who you're following on Instagram. Because Ken said something very powerful, you know, just being honest, a lot of these YouTubers, you guys see, I could monetize my channel and make a ton of money. I do not monetize my channel. I do have a private warrior academy. That's that's we have income coming in from there. And I have other companies. Again, like I said, this one time and it pissed people off. They're like, oh, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your academy. I would still be here doing this if it wasn't for my academy. Whereas I have set myself up outside of the academy. I do this because I want to help people. Right. Do does he charge charge for his boot camp? Absolutely. If you don't pay for something worse, you will not value it. You will not value it. It's the level that you value. Like it's a perceived value, right? If something is free, it's not valuable. worse. it's just it's it's psychology for people. Right. So I just want to share with you guys. Hopefully this encourages you because a lot of people I mean, my messages were blown up this morning. People are bummed. They're depressed. Like my XRP is down to half or 30 percent. It's like where's. If you're just in it for the short term, you're always going to get wrecked. You're always going to be emotional. You're always going to be losing. You have to change your perspective, Warriors. This is a long-term game, okay? It's a long-term game. If you're going to be emotional about it, you're going to get wrecked. You may as well back out of the market and just sit tight on the sidelines, Warriors. Because this is going to be a roller coaster, it's going to be up, it's going to be down and then eventually it's going to start to go like the stock market, right? If, if the stock market went down 8%, it's catastrophic. Crypto market goes down 30%. That's, that's normal for us. So it's about developing that emotional intelligence. So the key words right now is what you should be doing is when you're frustrated, study buy the dips, understand the market very, very heavily. I love what Casey said. That the 21 year old. It's such great wisdom from a 21 year old, because there's gonna be so many people trying to get rich quick. But I just want to share that um, that sentiment here. So somebody's asking, you're you're based in Dubai, right? Is that would that be your home base?
1: Um, we have a base here in Dubai. Uh, you know, we added it to our list of homes uh, back in November last year. But uh, I'll be here, home in Dubai. For maybe another week, and then I'm heading home to Poland uh, for the remainder of the month. We bought a forest, in fact, so we're going to be building off the grid, off plan. We're setting up shop in different locations just now, just in case uh, shit gets real. And uh, you know, I've got uh, I go where I'm treated best. So you know, in the UK, um, I didn't uh, like the way that they were treating us, even though although I've got a home there. So we relocated, and you know, we added here to our list of homes. So uh, you can say that. Um, we diversify our time between a, a couple of different countries. But I'll be here until, uh, until the weekend. If, if there's anybody watching from uh, Dubai, then, you know, f- uh, feel free to reach out to me. I'm, I try and be as responsive as I can uh, to messages on Instagram. If I don't answer, one that my team will pick up. And I'm always happy to, to uh, catch up uh, in person, you know, in Dubai Marina. So I, I love meeting people that are on the same wavelength, let's just say. So um, I, I, just, I wanted to bring something up. As well, yep. um, I was thinking about gold. You know, I, I was buying gold today, so you know, I'm uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna rip into gold, even though I had bought you know, a bunch of little bars today. And I'm thinking, is it not supposed to be an inflation hedge? You know, when you zoom out, somebody said to me on a on a post on Facebook, "If in doubt, zoom out." I'm like, dude, I've just zoomed out, and gold is like increased in value by three percent in ten years. But, like, if if gold was, uh, I don't know if you can hear me just now because uh, you've kind of frozen up the screen, but if it was an inflation hedge, then why is it not moving? Why is gold not moving? It's crazy. Like, uh, I picked up this uh, nice bar of silver today. You know, I'm, even though, though I'm slating precious metals, I'm uh, just starting to question these hedges against inflation. Yes, they're a store of value, but if they're printing lots of money, if they're printing lots of money, should gold not be doing the opposite and increasing in value? So it's just something that I was thinking about today. Uh, you know, Stuart has just commented, this is the most manipulated asset in history, and perhaps that's why we can't trust it. You know, I was speaking to a friend at the weekend, and he was saying, Ken, like, I've, I've cashed in all my gold. I said, why? He said, because it's it hasn't performed in the last 10 years. But then I was thinking, you know, gold, it takes the same amount of effort to mine one ounce of gold that it did 100 years ago that it does today. And it, you you can buy the same quantity, I suppose, now, of goods and services that you would nowadays than what you would have done a hundred years ago. So it's just something I was thinking about. Um, I'd be interested to hear what all of you guys have to say about gold, precious metals, because, you know, it's a safe haven asset. And you know, I, I was starting to get a, you know, a little bit of cold feet after speaking to a friend of mine. He was a heavy investor. He said, Ken, what are you doing buying so much gold and silver? So it made me think, so I'd be interested to, um, to see, you know, what you guys had to say. But, you know, I don't know how much money I spent today, but uh, let me just show you guys. Yeah. Lots of gold today, yeah. So, of course, JV has disappeared. I think he's got some connectivity issues. Um, So, everybody's saying that it's manipulated. Yeah, absolutely, in the comment section there. But whilst uh, Coach JV is away, let's just uh, think about the opportunity that we have coming up with the Red Pill Bootcamp, which is going to be starting in January next year. So we're going to be taking um, one hour um, at least every week. We're going to be spending it with you guys. And it's going to be a mindset uh, session because we want to help you guys get your mindset sorted first, because it's important, before you start thinking about building wealth, it's important to understand money, economics, the matrix, and why things happen in the way that they do. And when I, when I said at the beginning of the, of the show that, um you know, everybody's worried about artificial intelligence, what was meaning by that was they're forgetting that we already live in a world that are full of robots. These people are robotic So, you know, we have brainwashed people giving orders to other brainwashed people. So this is why I believe it's very important to give you guys the red pill so that you can understand, first of all, why things happen in the world the way that they do before we start getting into the wealth creation game. Because what I teach is not get rich quick by any means. It takes time. You know, it doesn't take years to buy a business, of course. You can do it in three or four months. But it's very important to unlearn a lot of the bullshit that you've been taught through school um, and by the system, because the system is designed in such a way to desensitize you, to disempower you, to detach you from reality, and to make you believe that this is the best option for you to go in through college, university, further education, and furthermore, advance your career in through the system that they've created for you. And did you not ever question why they put so many roadblocks in front of you when you're trying to make money? Like in the UK, for example, when you want to um, become a landlord and make money by renting properties out, they're putting this tax, that tax, these laws. They're just making it so difficult for you to make money. So this is why we decided to make the Red Pill camp. It's completely inexpensive, guys. We get limited seats in the, uh, you can see on the screen there, 3twarrior.com forward slash Red Pill. This is a very, very important program for you guys to be part of. And what a better, could, could you not ask for a better start to a new year in a time like now by joining a program like this that's going to upgrade your conscious mind and your subconscious mind and help you reprogram yourself for what's coming. And this is why we decided to create the Red Pill program because we believe that this is the injection of knowledge and mindset that you guys need to have to get rich inside your mind first Before you plan getting rich in your bank account. So, you know, I hope the illustration I've given you by the roadblocks that you can see out there in the world, guys, with all of these crazy taxes. Every time they see people making too much money, they put a roadblock up. So, if you can understand how to circumnavigate around these roadblocks and understand why they put these roadblocks in front of you, then it's going to make you so much easier. It's going to make it so much easier for you to understand. Right. Okay, I see that uh, we got Coach JB back there.
0: <laughs> I'm back. I don't know what's going on, man. They were too powerful. They try to shut us down, man. <laughs> Every time we were on, a, I was on a live this morning with my private network, and I started talking about the banking system, and all of a sudden, boop, I disappeared, man. I was like, hmm, interesting, man. So, <laughs> so let's see see if there's any questions here what message do you give so there's a great question here what message do you give to the youth so i'll jump in real quick so i you know i, I have a 17 year old daughter and a five-year-old son so um if you really think about that so i'm i have a 17 year old and i have a five-year-old son so what i'm doing with my son is i'm really teaching him how money works truly how the money system works i've also taught my daughter how the money system works and so she's actually um how do I say this in the proper way? Right. She's in the, she's in, they're in public school, right? People ask me, why are they in public school? Well, you know, my daughter's 17 years old. My son is in an academy, which is a little bit different. Uh, still, still the indoctrination system. Right. But my daughter, um, Doesn't struggle in school. She's just, she has a she has the same type of mind I do. She's an entrepreneurial mind. You know, I'll share a story about it. And so they they had asked her, they're like, Oh, are you going to college? You're going to college. She's not going to college. She said, I'm not wasting my parents' money to go to college when I don't even want to go to college. She goes, I'm not going to learn anything in college. What she's going to do is she has a game plan. She's going to go be a stewardess and she's going to travel around the world for free. And she's going to learn different, different cultures, different languages, and find out where she wants to lay her head. I'm like, that's pretty freaking cool, man. And she's, I'm getting her involved in understanding cryptocurrency. Currencies, NFTs. When she turns eighteen, she's going to dollar cost average into cryptos. My goal is to make her a millionaire by the time she's thirty years old, so she never has to work a day in her life. So with my son, what I'm doing is I'm really teaching him how how the life how life really works, how money flow really works. My son thinks he's in multi infinity air. so I think it's about keeping that open line of communication with your kids that's really 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 important to keep that open line of communication talk to them about what's going on right now ask them what they think about what's going on they actually have the answers for us and what we need to invest in if you look at it if you watch how my daughter interacts right if i text her i can't get a hold of her if i send her a message on instagram if i was on snapchat i could probably get a hold of her quicker if i send her a message on social media boom i get a response if i text her Takes forever, right? My son, he's you know my son. I don't allow him to play many video games. The only one I let him play is Roadblocks, Roadblocks, and I monitor what he does on there because he what he does is he goes in there, he builds businesses. He has a thing where he's building a gym and he's learning how to grow his money and doing all stuff. And the ironic thing is, as he walks into some of these places, he see you'll see the Dogecoin. He knows what Bitcoin is. He knows what Dogecoin is. It's wild. They're predictive programming our kids right now. So what do you tell the youth is that this is the greatest? Do not scare them. This is the greatest time in human history. I think the biggest issue that we're going to run into is how do you stay grounded through this? Because with all the technology, the concrete, the electricity, the 5G, all the, the um, electric stuff going into it, it's going to – make you not grounded. Let me explain this really important. That's why in our Warrior Academy, we're big on grounding warriors. You got to get out in the dirt. You got to get out in nature. You got to reconnect. You got to breathe some fresh air. I think that's really, really important. I know Ken, he goes on his walks in the, in the morning on the beaches, you know, just gets his feet in the sand. You know, I go out and put my feet in the dirt. I like to be in nature. Sometimes you'll see me on my social media. Like one thing I'll share with you guys, as you notice is I, if I don't feel like posting, I just disappear. I don't, I don't let social media dictate. Now I'm a social media influencer right? That's how my whole business works. Right. But I don't dictate my life off social media. If I don't feel like posting, I don't post shit. I don't do that to impress you guys. I don't feel like I have to keep up on my stories. Sometimes I just disappear. Like not too long ago, I went and sat in the forest for three days. I just sat there in the forest, you know, and I was like, just reconnecting. And so what I do is when I need answers, and I I know this is going way outside your question, but when I need answers, I go sit in silence in nature and I just sit there and I listen. And you don't get the answer right then. But when I come back, I always make really good, sound decisions. That's why I don't make rash decisions when the market is collapsing. I'm not attached to the crypto market. Crypto is not my life. The economics is not my life. I am already super, super wealthy right here. Warriors right here and right here. Now my guts have been a little bit off. I had a little bit of ice cream yesterday. So that didn't, that kind of messed up with my gut wealth, but (laughs) my mental health, my spiritual health are very, very sound. And so that's the thing I want to share with you guys is in the process of becoming a millionaire. If you do it right, you'll become a millionaire is more importantly, who are you becoming? And I know, um, Ken, thank you for running that for a bit while the internet crashed on us, but, um, you know, that's what this the Red Pill Boot Camp is all about, Warriors. It's like we were, we were, you know, we we're putting our heads together. We're like, okay, we could teach people, you know, he's got this LBO program. I got my crypto program. Um, but we want to help people become wealthy. There's a big difference, right? There's a big, big, big difference between coming rich and becoming wealthy. What I'm really worried about, so honestly worried about, is a lot of people are going to make a lot of money in crypto and they're going to be much poorer than they are now before they made money in crypto because they didn't change the understanding of economics and how money flow works. If you do this right, you could create generational wealth. If you do this wrong, you're going to be have more debt than you've ever had in your life. Because if you don't unindoctrinate yourself from the system that they created to go to school, get a job, get into a long long base debt cycle. Think about it. You can finance a car for 80 months now. That is crazy. Like really like, think about that. You can finance a depreciating asset for 80 months That is wild. I remember when I was at the bank, we had tellers buying BMWs that made 27, not even 27,000. I think they're making like $23,000 a year. And they were financing BMWs. I'm like, first of all, who allowed them at the dealership to to do that financing? Number one. Number two is their car was like double their salary. And I'm like, what? this is what we did. Yeah.
1: Like double their annual salary. Some of these people are buying cars. They're earning like 50,000 in the UK, 50,000 pounds a year, and they're buying cars that are worth 100,000, 150,000. This is crazy, man. This is craziness. What are these people thinking?
0: That's one thing, too. Um, how do you like, Ken, because I know I've, I've learned from you and i am learned from my mentors, and like you're my main mentor when it comes to building wealth. Right. And so what I've learned from you is like when I went to go see Ken, to be honest with you, this is what I expected. I, I had an expectation. Right. I went there and I was like in my head, I'm thinking he's popping bottles and all this stuff. And he's no, he's just a normal dude that's like very poised, very connected. Right. And he's not out there being fancy or like, you know, it's not what you think worse is it a pretty neat life out there? Absolutely. We went to some, you know, there's some, you knows billionaires, all this stuff. And it's like, but it, it wasn't what I pictured. Right. And it was exactly what I wanted to see. It was like this humility. It was this, Hey, listen, you know what, it was helping people and connecting with people and, you know, he's not out, you know, it, it, just bought a really nice car, but it's like that, that, but that's matches his wealth, right? It matches how much wealth he has. That's the thing. Like you're not going to see me driving a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or anything like that. Whereas until my assets can pay for those liabilities, I do not have enough assets to pay for a supercar. It just doesn't make any sense for me right now. I bought a nice SUV. Some people like, Oh, I see you have a Denali now. Yes, I do have a Denali. It was bought by the company because we have a massive tax bill because of new tax laws. So we bought the car It's not paid by me and it's a tax write off. We can appreciate almost 40,000 of that car off our taxes. So it benefited us to buy a car versus giving it to the government. Right. And so it's like these things you have to really switch your brain around that. So, how did you like Ken? um, And I know you live a great lifestyle. I mean, it's a great lifestyle, but it wasn't anything like what I, what I, um, you know, you expect when you meet someone like Ken, like these like lamb, Lambos and like mansions and all that stuff. And I know you have the ability to do that. So how do you stay grounded
1: in the way you live your life? It's because my wealth was not created overnight. Um, it was long-term sustainable. And I know what it's like to have no money. I know what it's like to start with nothing. And yeah, you can say I pretty much got trauma. Um, I never, ever want to go back to where I was before. Um, I did have a mentor um, when I first started out my journey as well. So a lot of the crypto guys and stuff, I know they've literally become very wealthy in a very short space of time and they're blowing so much money, man. They're blowing so much money. Um, but for me, I've got the Warren Buffett mentality and I I don't go overboard. I, I just uh, I probably spend about 5% of my income, reinvest the rest, but my mindset Uh, because of the progression of wealth has been created over a long period of time, I just don't want to get poor again. And uh, yeah, I've been following a lot of wealthy people like Charlie Munger, uh, Warren Buffett, a lot of friends that are wealthy and they've kept me grounded, kept me humble. Um, But yeah, you know, sometimes it's uh, good to go out there and do um, some non-humble stuff. But I just believe that, um, yeah, financial education is very important. And, you know, reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki preaches a lot of this kind of stuff so getting your like you say getting your assets to pay for your liabilities so a quick example of that would be um you know when, when I was younger I thought well I want to buy a Ferrari so I, did, I I had the ability to to pay for it in cash but I thought wait a second maybe that's you know my my wealth isn't at the stage where I could just go buy one of these things for cash so what what would what would Robert Kiyosaki do in the situation and it was buying an apartment so take 60 i took 60k okay so i've still i've still got this uh this asset I was 28 29 year old at the time i uh, took 60k put it down on a building which had six units and it was only 60 70 000 pounds and it was yielding me 2004 2500 pound per month i went to ferrari i paid down the deposit for the car took it out in finance you know i could easily afford the payments The asset that I had not only paid for the mortgage, all all of the liabilities, but also the car, which was now for free. I had a free asset, um, being the building that I bought, and I had money left over on the side and money to pay for the insurance. And still to this day, I've got that building. I've got the uh, six units in Scotland. And the car, I I think I lost something like £5,000. I sold it back to Ferrari Garage um, just under a year later. But for me, it was marking a point in my life where I said I wanted to own a Ferrari before it was 30 years of age. I've worked for it. You know, I was, I was buying and starting businesses since I was 20 years of age, you know, proper businesses. So, you know, again, it wasn't, you know, overnight wealth. It took me a little bit of time to get there. But that's an example of getting your assets to pay. And anybody can do this, by the way. This is not rocket science. Set up a company if you want to do it through a company. Get the uh, you know get the property locked into a company raise a mortgage pay the deposit down get it cash flowing house a multiple occupation Hmo it's called and yeah now you've got yourself two two and a half thousand pounds per month from a 60 thousand uh, pounds investment and yes now you can go to the garage you can take out finance because that's not coming out your um your basic income this is new income that you've created. So just an example.
0: Yeah, what a what a mind shift, huh? Right. Because you have so you have the money, right? So you have the money and you think, I'm gonna go buy this cash. And it just like let's walk through that again. Whereas we're never taught what he just taught you. Think about what he just said. You say you have a hundred thousand dollars, you want to go buy a BMW, an eighty thousand dollar BMW. Instead, you go make a down payment on a condo, right? You leverage the bank's money. They give you money. You have a low down low monthly payment. You put a renter in there. They pay for the rent. You now have an asset that's appreciating. Right. That's going to be paid down because it's being paid down. It's appreciating. Now you have and you can borrow against that equity as well in the future. Right. To do the same thing again. Right. Now you have somebody paying for your Lamborghini. So now you're driving a free Lamborghini. You have an asset that's appreciating that you can borrow against over and over again. And that's where the whole trick came from me. The insurance policy that I created, I can borrow. I'm doing exactly what banks are doing now. Exactly what banks are doing now. I have an insurance policy that I can borrow against and I can pay myself back. And it's also protected. Anything happens to me, nobody can touch that insurance policy. It has a zero floor. Principle is guaranteed and it has compounding interest. That's just a small part of my strategy, right? Got the silver for barred ability. And then it's like the LBO thing. Like I'm obsessed with it. I mean, it's like, I can't even sleep. I'm looking for business after. It's really exciting. And at least it one thing too, that I want to share with you guys is I feel like full of purpose. I have a mission. There's always a mission every day. It's like yesterday I'm diving into LBOs, right? Today we're doing some stuff for our crypto academy. There's just so much stuff and it gives you purpose. That's one thing I do enjoy about cryptocurrency in this Um newfound passion for people because it's giving people life again right there's something to look forward to it's something to fight for so man i know we've taken an hour of you guys time my apologies for the internet thing we're working to get that fixed too you know we think it is actually we have a we have a crypto miner back here this is mining ethereum back here and i think it's messing up our internet so i gotta get it out of here and put it at my house man so that thing is uh it's taking up a lot of bandwidth but i'm making 400 bucks a month in ethereum off that thing right there isn't that crazy passive income right here warriors Passive income, 400 bucks a month, Ethereum. So, Ken, you got anything else you want to share with the fam?
1: Man, I love the mining rig going on um, there. And congratulations on that one. Um, yeah, guys, uh, if anybody wants to learn how to buy a business with zero cash, yes, it's a real thing. Yes, it's not get rich quick. But this is probably one of the best uh, pieces of knowledge that you can invest in. Go over to the thebusinessbuyingchallenge.com and you can learn step-by-step Everything that you need to know about how to buy a business with zero cash. Now I've got students that are coming through this program, not coming into the boot camp, and they're successfully buying businesses. We've got the case studies, guys. So you're very welcome to come and join us. We've got a networking group thing going on as well. So a lot of knowledge. And also, I'm going to be streaming the new business buying challenge into the same community. So voila, you get that for free as well, as well as the business buying toolkit. So yeah, fantastic investment, guys. Uh, but thank you so much to everybody who's been joining us. Um, I think we've got like 300-odd people, 400 people in the live stream, which is so cool to see. So if you appreciate this information that we're sharing with you all, please smash the like button, guys. Show your appreciation and love for this content. We're very grateful for you guys being with us. So we look forward to um, to coming to you guys next week with a new injection of information. And, yeah, as uh, Coach JV says, Warriors, rise.
0: Get your shit together. Let's go. We'll talk to you guys next Monday.